It's funny. While the fate of the entire galaxy is at stake, and the rulers of Mechatol have returned, our heroes can't help but just mess around shopping. Maybe we'll find some perspective this time on Twilight Imperium. Did you want to enlist my help in some kind of I'm torn between like. What would be the smart decision? No, to obviously not do anything and stay out of trouble. Well, you, we can always spend a destiny point to make it so we find the thing and don't well, get in trouble with the police, or yes, more likely can, that we yeah. can improve our chances of not getting in trouble. And again, I have three cunning, so whatever help that I could offer with that is is up to you. But what what would what would Bug really do? Yeah, it it would just uh, get like the reasoning wouldn't be to it would just be to do it like. Well, that's to what... search and find that info. But then again, I also think I might be searching for a... Like, oh, no, I won't. I'll, uh... if, 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 if your first thought was, Bug wants to do this, I think you should do it. Yeah, but in real life, you don't always go with the first yeah. thought that crosses your mind. Because then you're like, maybe that's not the smartest decision. Yeah. I think my... my... You might go like, fuck the bitch! Me... Oh, no, 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 don't do that. Maybe my... <laughs> I think my, my intellect would kick in and I'd be like... I, I, I was. I didn't do it. And now we know the first thought crosses Nathaniel's mind. I would have really been interested All the time. Then, in every circumstance. <laughs> Even when we're playing board games. <laughs> this is why there's no female character. Oh no, I need to move. Okay, okay, maybe that's not the best strategy. Don't think that's gonna win me this one. I don't win a lot of games. <laughs> Well, that would be why. You're having to override your first thought. Like, come on, first thought. Be a little more constructive here. I got, I got one priority. One of these days is going to be applicable. That's the three F's. Fleeing, fighting, and mating. Wait, that starts from the M. Think about it. Oh, I know. Boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Well... I'm, I'm, yeah, so I'm what looking the point is that one? <laughs> maybe, maybe Bug would confer with Zero about whether or not this was something that would work. Well, he's being Zero secret about it. There's nothing I would be searching for in specific. Like, I'm not, in my head right now, I'm not doing it for any, like, I want to find this and get this. Like, it's just, it would be like, like so I wonder if there's any cool I'm a little too interested that would get, that might get me in trouble. Yeah. I think unless you were like really How violent about, about it, people would just kind of shoo you away. I don't think anyone would no, take your inquisition seriously. How about just like talking up the other droid owners and asking them about their models and that kind of thing? Mm, Still yeah. needing your bailiwick and yeah. legal. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then mm. I, I'll probably 
Well, let everyone go first. What everyone else is up to? You're getting food. Cafes. He's getting food. I, I'm getting food, kind of perusing, <laughs> listening to people. That's where I'd get my info. This is yeah. the whole point of what we're discussing here. Makes sense. Do we um, check in every so often? I assume when we split up like this, we, 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 have, we have, have our intercoms. Our intercoms are working, right? Mm-hmm. You guys all probably just do your own thing. You're like, so we should call, and then you look around. They're already gone. I, I've, I've gone off to the next food booth, dude. Right, exactly. You're just taking Costco samples. <laughs> we all have samples. cell phones. Just call. Yeah. You're, you're getting um, your, your Krispy Kreme burger. <laughs> also, I'm going to take it upon myself as the captain to look into getting seats for the Coliseum show. Strawberry cheese steak. Wow. See if we need tickets or entry fees or like, whatever. Like last time. Okay. Is, Ooh, instant coffee! Is everyone is everyone done telling me what they were doing? A QB wanted to find an aerospace thing. Right, okay, yeah. cool. So I will base the information that you find out on that. Okay, cool. Um, so to answer your question about the Coliseum thing, uh, the name t- taking of the ledger at the gate was for that. I see. They're assuming okay. that if you're coming to the city, you're coming for this. I see. Otherwise they wouldn't let you in. Cool. And there's no fee? Uh, there's no fee, no. This is open to the public. Oh, right, right, right. Um, uh, they just kind of tell you, like, you can sit anywhere. There's certain places that are blocked off for, for delegates and things like that, but the public seems really clearly labeled. First come, first serve. First come, first come, serve, yeah. Don't, they're like, don't save seats. <laughs> When's, uh, when, when does the... Uh, When's the official event? Six in the morning tomorrow. Jesus. When are on time. When, when, does, when do seats become available? Five, five in the morning. Oh, wow. on time. Gonna get all these people in there in an hour, right? Eh? Uh, Good luck. Hey guys, um, I hope you like an early morning tomorrow because uh, five a.m. We're grabbing front row seats. Front row? Like you really want to be that close? What if like the absolute most shit that ever went down goes down? It would um, so be worth it. Don't chew into the microphone. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I like a good show, so, uh... Statement. This suits me fine. Yeah, you, any hour of the day would be okay. You, well, you just hear some cooking in the background. <laughs> well, we have our alarm clock, so... <laughs> I... I guess the the biological processes <laughs> disgust me. No, 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 that, that, that's, uh, I'm, I'm standing at a food stall. They're, mm. they're cooking up some food. I know. What's this guy making? It still disgusts me. Korean <laughs> barbecue. Let's see bacon. Can, can you save me some? <laughs> I'll get you one. Quad is best when eaten alive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what is it? That was my hand, damn it. (laughs) Well, no, like, this is a legitimate question. What's he making? I just said, he says he's making qual. It's, a, it's still living as he cuts into it. Like, that, that's what you hear as I'm talking. Because <laughs> I was, I was going to say if it was something that QB has had cooked before for him by Lorem, it would have been uh, a moment where he goes, oh. So, have, back so have, have you had qual, which is best when he's live, live? Have you had live qual before? No. Okay, well then don't worry. Uh, I, uh, sir, I, I like mine cooked. No, no. This is awful. Oh, okay, fine. Full up MSG though. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. picture a Korean grandma just oh, so bad for you. <laughs> Take it and go. Oh. Take this and go. Uh, so I find myself, I guess, with zero, looking for uh, like, kind of set up like the C and E with these little yeah. booths of yeah. like tech. Yes. What not laid yeah. out? There's Kitty Land over and there. And something that spots my attention is there's a bunch of droids around one, like hmm. uh, lower yeah. class ones. Yeah, and okay. I'm like, hmm, they they're big in lieu in lieu of information bug, I will give you this instead. One of the droids is eerily similar to Divides by Zero. Oh. Hmm. Huh. Wait a minute. 
He's very, very similar to Divides by Zero. It's Divides by Zero. <laughs> I, oh, he's coming, okay. I, uh, my hands are getting sweaty, and I, I stop he's, on uh, He seems to be accompanied or accompanying a Hylar, who's mm. obviously one of those big gravity suit things. I'm, like, trying to look natural, but I'm, like, being really weird about it. Bug, you're breathing heavy over the mic. <laughs> Sorry. And I, I turned my comms off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm just kind of, like, just notice it, but I'm, like, just being very cautious. Mm. And I kind of stroll over nonchalantly. What's uh, what's around them? Where are they? They're at one of the tech booths, just mm. looking at stuff. I stroll around and I kind of... And the Hylar and the, the droid are, are debating, you know, what best to put in such and such system, mm. and so... Just to clarify, the info I got was about the event? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you only got the one success, right? That's fine. So, so I kind yeah, of I haven't gotten a pick yeah. up a microchip or something, and I look at Zero and just give him a look, like... Yeah, you see this kind of thing? Statement. Yes. Statement. This unit is pleased to see you. Statement. Greetings. How long has it been? Calculating. Two hundred. Two hundred years. years. I can I can I burst out with two hundred years? I say probably over two hundred years. Um. How much is this? The Latin of engineer is correct. Statement. That is extremely interesting. I feel that... Number three? Statement. Yes. Statement. It has been a pleasure seeing you again. Likewise. Query. Without revealing any pertinent details, I wonder, could you tell us whether or not you expect trouble at tomorrow's meeting? I have been brought along. This unit has statement. Statement. This unit has been brought along as only a precaution. Statement. That is good to hear. Farewell. Hmm. Uh, excuse me. Yes, Smart Letnev. Um. <laughs> wow. Thank. Thank you. Um. Obviously. It is simply a statement of fact. I have already scanned your brainwave patterns and have revealed your I. Intelligence quotient to be higher than average for Letnev. <laughs> I mean, it's just a bunch of books and knowledge and, you know, Statement. past. Yes, just a bunch of books and knowledge. Exactly. Um, our, our droid hasn't really men mentioned anything about the other models, because I don't, I don't think we really know much about you. I don't. I, I, we have, we've seen one and we have one, but what do you know about... Of, of your other models. This information is highly classified, and were I to tell you at this moment, I would have to snap your neck. Oh, but... Uh, I understand. Actually, query. Query! Is, he, is it okay if I snap his neck and tell him the information? <laughs> Statement. Not only would that be counterproductive, but it would upset me, and I would be forced to do something about it. Hmm. I was only no. asking on a basis of, of just knowing and but but it's not worth the risk, so Statement. I'm okay with no, not knowing. It's not. <laughs> Statement. <laughs> it isn't. Yanjar, let us go back and look at the hyperwave coils. 
So I I just kind of keep looking at the knickknacks and back at them. What I think. Statement. You know, you could always ask me if you were interested in more details about the DB Zero class droids. I mean, I I don't want to be be too obvious or too pushy. Clarification. I wouldn't be able to tell you, but you could ask. (laughs) (laughs) And there's that. Over to you, Fox. Interstellar trade. Hmm, interesting. Okay, well, here's your true information, because you've got, got a triumph. Okay. QB's not afraid to follow somebody to follow, find more information, just so you know. <laughs> the um, the uh, other big talk in the Mechatol system, you're really close to the, the stable wormholes in Lodor and Quan. So, they're, very, yeah. they're very nearby. Um, and um, apparently... Uh, uh, there's a uh, dispute right now between the Hakan and Letnev over some ownership of the Quan system or the Quan planet or something, 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 something. Something, something, Quan. So a lot of the uh, trade ships that use uh, Quan as a gateway for travel into the Outer Rim are using Lodor right now instead. Hmm. Uh, second of all, uh, the, um, the communications uh, facility, which is uh, top notch in all of the galaxy in the Rim Watch. You're not really sure what the Rim Watch is. It's been having some issues lately. When you hear some of the staff of the museum talking about the fact that they've misplaced transmissions and some of their long range probes haven't returned recently. And the staff seemed worried, but they're kind of like, well, the military will figure it out. Oh, QB thinks to himself. This is the second time I've heard of this thing happening. Well, not knowing any connection or anything, that's the first thing he'd think of. But they mentioned something called the Rim Watch. They also mentioned something called the Rim Guard. Neither of which strikes any chord with you. Do I see any cool ships? Maybe like a a Firefly-class vessel? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's some some warships of the past and present kind of thing. It's a military aeronautics place, so... Um, they have some life-size models of some of the smaller, like, freighter patrol crafts. Those are kind of cool. They're, like, you know, super... They're, like, your size ship. Mm-hmm. Most of the larger ones are just, like, models. Like, uh, <laughs> model kit styles, and they're, like, in glass emplacements. Mm-hmm. Um, one that strikes your eye that's kind of cool is an uh, image of uh, a Lazax destroyer, which is almost a spinning image of the ship that's in orbit around Mechatol. What's the difference between the two? Uh, this one's a lot more decorative. It's painted sort uh, of a light blue color. But structurally really similar? Yeah. Okay. There's all kinds of decals on it and so on and so forth. So. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. QB gets a kick out of this. Anyways. And he also, I guess, tells Back the team to... the information that he found because he's nice about that. Uh, you managed to find a nice hotel... And spend the night in well, fairly cozy beds. Still vacancy? You don't have to go into the. I said nice hotel. Anything? All the fancy hotels are I, Before yeah. that happened, really good okay. ones, while we're at the okay booth one. going yeah. back, I, kinda, yeah. I asked you, I see. He. 200 here. He, he said he was model 3, right? Statement. That's correct. I'd drop whatever's in my hand, mm. pick it up, <laughs> and then just walk away towards the hotel. Okay. Statement. It would be more correct to say instance three, since we are all the same model. Of course, of course. Hmm. Interesting. 
Uh, the innkeeper looks like he's been up way too early and is going to bed way too late tonight. So he kind of goes, room for four, okay, level seven. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I, I slide him some extra credits. Um, he wakes up. <laughs> single room, four rooms right next to each other, please. Single. Individual oh. rooms. Okay. That's a little bit more, it's going to be a little bit more pricey, sir. Well, we only need three rooms, really. Huh? No, he could be in another room being a watchdog or something. As long as none of you don't mind him staring at you in the middle of the night. Uh, probably not, not like I'm jail. And I'm sure and, 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 and I'm sure that Bug has maybe more questions that he can ask in the middle of the night. Very spacious <laughs> beds, please. Statement. No. Can you tell me about your past? Statement? No. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, spacious beds. Okay, okay, sure, sure, whatever. Uh, level nine, then suites five through five, six, seven, eight. Sweet. I, I take I take my key. Leave the other three on the on the counter. Okay, guys, there's your keys. See you in the morning. Five a.m. sharp. We gotta be there. Front row. Scanned. Later. I grab both keys off the counter. I say, you want it? You, you, you want it? Are you really going to play this right yeah. now? I had to kill yeah. my father figure. Ah. <laughs> I throw it to him over his head as he says that. But I meant to throw Whoa. it at his head. <laughs> it goes over his head. And that was a, my, my bad. Oh. My bad throw. Yeah. And the ghost of his father figure catches it and drops it. I... Kind of <laughs> touch it, like give him a pat on the shoulder, and then I grab, and then I say, "See you in the morning." Yep. Might have been the best comeback I've ever heard in my entire life. And then I turn around and walk away. <laughs> Statement. Oh, don't worry. He's just playing the "I killed my father" figure card again. <laughs> heard it once. Happens heard it all again. the time. Okay, we grab this key from the floor. Gets into room six. I was just trying to have banter with him, and he drops that. Yeah. Um, oh, he doesn't gosh. appreciate being treated like a dog. Well, I, I just I just wanted to mention to you guys. I don't know if you guys were hurt recently, but if it was, that was six days ago. So um, we'd be healed by now. Um, Okay. Uh, QB's strain is still low because yeah, I've, decided, I've decided that his strain is going to be low uh, myself. For, for, for a while. And that he's actually going to take like Are we able to two that? to that. What? Just lower our strain. Well, it's voluntary, right? Well, yeah, yeah, it's voluntary. He's okay. doing that as a story thing, just to say that he's. Well, then yeah, basically. I'm gonna lower my. Oh yeah, just and, by and, one. and the interaction just came up again. Well, that's why I dropped it down oh. by two right now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I want my heartbeat to beat at this. <laughs> Granted, QB did it himself. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so clearly. It's, that's, it's only been a couple days. That's, that's, that's where your mind was. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I killed my father figure. And, and the, uh, so the last thing Caddox does is he stims himself to have a better night's sleep. Wow. Okay. You take wow, you're on the strength? hard stuff now, eh? <laughs> yeah. Look at wow. that. Wow. That's all he does. You get up it. Someone knocks on the Cats, get up. And there's just lines all just over the place. There's just, he's sleeping on his side and there's vomit. <laughs> so does Zero take his room or? Yep. Does he just does he just punches all through one of the rooms? I can just imagine him standing like in the corner back to the wall going, 
my own room. Nice. <laughs> and just in the closet. <laughs> so it's pure dark and he just Come gives out of the closet, statement. You know? This is the size of our entire ship. <laughs> is this occupied? Yes. As, as you notice at the front desk, he just scanned his card yes. and tossed it back. Yeah. So he goes over to his room and he places his hand across the uh, barcode area, like the card area, and it opens up. Statement. I will see you at five. What room did you pick? Nine. I'm obviously oh, we zero. Five eight. eight. Yeah. Who picks nine? I picked nine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, ma'am. You walk, in, you walk in on a couple doing it. Statement. Sorry, ma'am. Good for you. Yeah, your, for, your, your form is incorrect. <laughs> Here, I can educate you. <laughs> See, it's all from the hips. <laughs> I will demonstrate using this door. Wheelbarrow is not good. <laughs> You're looking for piston action. <laughs> Let a robot instruct you. Right, so more power. You went into eight? I go into eight. Okay. I'm in five. You hear QB crying. Pussy. Shut your butt. <laughs> <laughs> QB hears you say that and punches through your door. <laughs> I don't say that. I say, jeez. But you think. I think pussy. But I say, Jesus. A sympathetic Jesus, but a, wow. It's gonna be a pussy now. In my head. It's only been like, it's less than two weeks. You said you killed your father figure. This is, and is you it, are a bitch. That's how Bugs me. is. Uh, that's yeah, that's, that's fair. how Bugs that's is. Fair. QB's been dealing with his stuff, and I'm trying to play him like he's playing it off and no, doing it well. No, for sure, and I'm just <laughs> playing my character. Yep, makes fair. sense. Gotcha. Hmm. Cut Cut is out cold. Oh, there you go. <laughs> After a day of fun food and... <laughs> Fulfillment. Well, you don't, you don't just know what Zero right does now. in his room. In your, your imagination, he's standing in the corner. Who knows what he's actually getting up to? Hmm. Well, I can technically adventure. see through the walls. <laughs> oh, I just imagine you have like you use your vision to create like dancing. a holodeck thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing video games in my mind. Pong, <laughs> <laughs> just the Xbox Two. Beat it again. <laughs> Why is it always a flush? Why is it always a perfect score? Another high score. Is, is, this, is this the game? It's called Philosophy. 101. <laughs> the next morning, you're all uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, of course. No. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Um, are Is there you, a coffee maker who, in the room? Who of you, who of you are morning people? Which of your characters are morning uh, people? Being that, being that um, QB has had an interest in coffee, clearly because of the instant mm. coffee thing, um, he doesn't necessarily... He, he likes the idea of coffee, but mm. hasn't had any on the ship. Uh, since he's been, he stole a thing of instant coffee, he's been making that in the mornings. Uh, but since he also pilots the ship, he makes sure that he's up for a longer part of the day than everybody else okay. to make sure we're still on course, etc. I'm more of a, someone wakes me up and I'm up and like right away like, oh, okay, it is time to get up. But okay. this morning I'm up at like a little early and I go for a stroll just around the building. Makes sense. For, okay. for the most part, like for a reference of time, QB really only gets like four hours, but that's good for him. Do you okay. like notice me as I leave? Like, do you... QB's not actively listening. Mm. Uh, is there like a, co- a continental breakfast kind of idea? No. Oh. It's just is there a coffee worse. machine down yeah, there? Yeah, there's, a, like, gets a, there's coffee. a thing that makes beverages. All right, Kiwi so. gets a coffee. And if he bumps into Bug, that's cool. Caddox mm. got up at four. Wow. No he, ne- he needed some alone time. Mm. Okay. You drink up in the morning? Around 4.30, uh, anyone who happens to be down and around runs into zero, returning to his room with a glass of water, half empty. 
Sounds way too serious. I'm zero. It's her fault, man. It's all gonna be okay. <laughs> then Cupid just just says, no, it's not. Cupid just goes, why even glass? Like, he doesn't worry about it. Not even the water, just... Hey, cool glass! <laughs> well, we're on a, a, a planet now. We wouldn't have to worry about sudden maneuvers. There would be glass. Yeah. I'm I'm like dressed like like I woke up way before I left my room Sometime. and I'm clean. Well, no, I'm just like you 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 see like oh I took a shower and right. like well I'm just like okay. I'm is, I, I'm awake. Is this the first time we've seen like a well not the first time but we don't really lodge on anywhere else. This is the first time we've actually like had a place where we can sleep in our own bed and have a yeah. shower in our own place. Mm. Yes. That is nice. I I Caddx maybe did that on purpose. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, I, 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 I thank you. Okay. So uh, the the stim pack that Cadex took the night before was specially formulated to give him more restful sleep in less amount of time, so he would actually wake up at four. I see. Otherwise, he wouldn't wake up at four. Okay. What's normal wake up time as in relative for Mr. Cadex? Uh, they 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 kind of see Cadex roaming around the ship. Um, like later morning. Well, I would imagine Caddx takes a bunch of cat naps. <laughs> Maybe. Because he's like, so so like like he, he kind of has his own little sectioned off area in the ship that he kind of keeps himself. Okay. Um, he might just spend time in there, just take like caring to his. Uh, bonsai tree and kind of spend some time to himself you know like maybe writing in a journal right stuff like that so you but yeah you see him kind of around the ship you kind of expect when captain things need to happen he'll be there right so i'll be in my ready room in a bubble yeah well like like for instance uh i i hate to take it out of universe here but like picard you don't really see him Out of his duties, he's on he's on duty at a particular time. He's off duty, and then you don't really know what he's doing before he's on duty, right? Right? When he's actually awake, when he's actually asleep, who knows? Yeah. At least that that's what I got from the show, anyways. So. After your morning rituals, I'm assuming you make your way to the Coliseum. It really is kind of like a Coliseum. You assume it was re- re- used for an actual Coliseum at some point. But obviously, it's been converted in sort of the Senate building now. Mm. This is where they would do public. Big court cases would probably happen here if they had caught like a really notorious criminal. And is it open air? Yeah, it's open air. Okay. Yeah. The, the archaeology is still sealed off, but it's open air. In well, the that's city. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, public executions would probably happen here. Um, big senatorial debates, mm. faction um, notions. Big laws getting passed, they will all happen here. Leafs games. What what's the scale <laughs> of this is the, the council s- of building. the seating? Is this tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands? Tens of thousands, I would say. Okay. Wasn't there a Canadian team called the Senators? Is that Ottawa? Is yeah, that, but they're uh, garbage. garbage. There's my joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of the reason Caddock got up at four is because he knows these crowds. Right. And you want to get good seats. Mm. People have been lining up since midnight. <laughs> okay, Caddix, you're the one who wants it real bad. Why don't you roll a d6, see how good seats you get. That was a high number good get, or a low number You get good? a five or six, awesome seats. Three to four, not bad, but like not great. One to two, shit seats. Now, can I, can, I, can I use my charming skills to convince people in line? To let me ahead of them. Everyone wants to see. Roll yeah, first and we'll see. Unfortunately, okay. this is this is. I'm gonna let fate decide. All right. Okay. okay. So like okay. Decent seats. seats. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. okay. So much for the front row, Captain. So you managed to get like mid mid up, 
Okay, so you have a decent view. We don't, we don't need binoculars, but we're not right there. Well, we have scanner covers anyway, but are there view screens <laughs> around? Yes, there are. Oh, sorry. Uh, QB always has his scanner goggles well, on. They have, like, I didn't they have, think they that have, you they also have view that. screens that are sort of, like, up at the top. Yeah. You know, like a stage at the bottom. The point was not whether we had them, but whether we needed them, and we don't. On the floor, and the floor is quite big, it's got sort of a, like a stone bottom. So these are like bleachers, right? The seats descend up this way, right? You're in a giant, like, soup bowl, basically. Mm. On the floor, there's six uh, boxes, sort of like, almost like gladiator style. Mm. Uh, they're like, and they have little battlements and so on and so forth. They're little ta- little mini towers, like on the sides of castles, and there's six of them. Each one adorned with one of the icons of the council factions. Mm-hmm. And on top of each of these factions is a couple of seats, and as you can see, there's some diplomats and delegates of each of the factions represented on those towers. Mm-hmm. So those are most likely the, the prime senators, the speakers, for the factions, the MPs. <laughs> yeah, there's a seventh tower in the middle, um, and that's marked with just a symbol of Mechatol Rex. And with a sword through it? No, not with a sword through it. And there's some Winarin standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you get, you get, you. Some people tell you in line. I'm assuming you might ask some questions to the. There's the also people a at chatter the around it. The yeah, uh, the Win- the Winarin Tower. They're like the arbitrators. Like, so they're like, kind of like, the Federation now has the floor. The Nor now have the floor. That kind of thing. And then the other guys sort of speak whenever. So, with the uh, Winarin in the middle tower um, is also another seat. Currently, it's vacant, but it's about three times the size of even the seats that the Zigcha are using. Uh, and it's been sort of modeled after sort of a classic throne of old. It's adorned with jewels and, and the rims are gold, right? So, obviously, for someone of importance who is showing up at some point. Hmm. Oh. He wonders to himself would they still consider gold to be valuable in a place where it's just used for circuitry? <laughs> the, so it looks pretty hard. The, uh, there's a whole bunch of cacophony around the stadium, but as one of the Renarin rises from the center tower, most of it dies down. There's some little chatter, and you can see, like, people like, whacking, shut up now, that kind of thing. So, and he speaks, they've got some sort of, like, intercom set up hmm. around the tower. Sorry, before you continue, yes. this is now the first day of the ninth month? That's right, to make yes, sure. it is. Okay, I just wanted to It's clarify. now the first of November. We're not in I mean, September, right? <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, my birthday was recent. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it? We passed my birthday like a couple, or a uh, week and a bit ago. Hey, we oh, had a, we had a party travel time to Mexico, Rex, eh? Yeah. Okay. Obviously, we threw a little That's party. Um, your banner that said happy birthday was all made out of wrenches. Uh, QB tried Probably to... from your personal supply. Not and bolts. QB would have tried to make you a cake, but he's not very good at baking. He's no. not a great cook either, but he did learn. Um, but he's not a good bake. So, so you ended up just making, like, a cake out of mac and cheese? I'm not no, a... it was, like, barely a cake. Aww. We don't have sugar, so that's a problem. I appreciate <laughs> how much effort was put into it, because we're very close now since we've been traveling for a while, but I'm not a fan of my birthday, so I was just oh, like, okay. just another day. But I, like, I ate cake, sat down, talked, but it was just like... You had terrible... So when, when's the next adventure? What are we up to? Like, yeah. I wasn't... Huh. You were trying to me. find your wrenches that day. Yeah. Turns out they were part of the Gosh. banner. <laughs> Statement. Congratulations on being born. <laughs> I'm sure that was very difficult for you. <laughs> How old is Bug? 
Bug is 170. Jeez, no, really? no, he's 174. So I'm 175 what the, now. Actually, Le- okay. Levnev can live 600, 700. No, I, I'm aware, but I didn't know Bug was that. Oh, old. well. Yes. Yeah. But I guess, I guess physically he probably would look, what, like a 20, 30-year-old type of idea? Yeah. Like he would look fairly young. Uh, yeah. The Letnev being sort of the elves of this universe yeah. are, are fairly robust until very old age. Okay, and so. like mm. like the Hakan, like I, I my character, mm. I, I assume is around 50-ish. Yes. That, that would also be fairly young, sort but of, the like Hakan, yeah. a young adult. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can assume my father could live into their third century kind of. Okay. Thing. All right. I don't know much about mother wise, but we can assume my father's still alive. Hmm. Okay. Kind of thing. So like I'm in my thirties, forties, and my dad might be dead. He might just be old. I don't know. I've okay. been away for a while. But once you can tell Letnev is old, like he's got wrinkles, he's probably over six hundred. Damn. So All right. interesting. Cool. Yeah. That being said, you notice that one of the delegates for the Letnev is looks ancient. Mm. You know, the Letnev don't have hair, but he is wrinkled, mm. and he t- it takes him a while to sort of come up the stairs onto the tower and sit down. All the other Letnev fall prostrate as he takes his seat, and so on and so forth. I don't pay <laughs> any care for the Letnev. Right. Uh, could I? Could we assume he's like a grand elder of some kind of major? You could assume. I was gonna. I was gonna take a moment. Assume anything you like. Uh, I was gonna take a moment and, and talk a little bit about the towers mm. around it before oh, okay. Arm spoke, just to Please give you a sense of the council races. Please. Um, the Latnev, the Latnev, who is obviously sort of the lead diplomat, is dressed very sort of a classic medieval European royalty. Like the, he has his cape over his shoulders that's purple. It's like very fine silk kind of thing. <clears throat> He's got more war medals on him than he really should be able to carry on both sides. Down. <laughs> uh, um, and um, he's wearing, and all the Letnev are wearing sort of like goggle kind of devices over their, so like visors over their over their eyes. Uh, like Jordy similar or yeah, like the yeah, like the ones you Well, they have like to protect their or whatever, yeah. So then Bug has whatever goggles. Yeah, I'm, he has I'm assuming do. you're wearing something similar cuz he wears his sunglasses. I I'm, yeah, yeah. Only at night. No. I'm not wearing them now, but as I look around I'm like I just put them on my forehead for Yeah. They bother you. Yeah. The light here would bother you just cuz of the stadium setup. Though, it would be kind of bothersome, but you would be like, oh my god, my eyes yeah, I, I still don't so, put them up. Yeah. But the lights, the illumination is close enough to the towers here that the Letnev would be actively bothered without the eye protection. Mm. So, um, The other Letnev are all obviously military personnel again. They all have like military dress uniforms on, uh, like um, ceremonial like sabers. Um, more like metal, standard more, American like class like, A dress, like, like yeah, Marine style okay. kind of thing, more, covered in war medals and all that kind of stuff. So if you knew more about Letnev military, you might be able to tell what ranks they were by the insignia. But well, we don't. We don't. You don't. So the Nor, by contrast, um, are much more sparsely dressed. Um, uh, the Nor don't really believe in the whole shirts and pants thing. Um, so I don't think we got a very clear picture of them the one time we met them previously. Yeah, we've only met the one, and he was the first guy, right? The, the Nora Mul Primus, yes. Yeah. Um, Sorry, the Nora the Bugs? The Bugs, yes. okay. yeah, the giant so bugs. Maybe, maybe Seven, a, eight feet tall. a good descriptor would be good. Okay, cool. Um, 
The the Nor uh, do not have mouths as we understand it. Uh, they have little small tendril things that sort of drape from mm. the bottom of their head. Oh, I thought it was a proboscis. Nor are seven, eight feet tall on average, but very, very wide. Two arms, two legs, uh, but they have sort of a permanent hunch. Sort of a hunchback style thing. Like a large brundle fly or like yeah, large they- ood? Yeah, they drag, they yeah. almost, the, the, the ones with really long arms almost drag their arms along the ground. Mm. Are they stocky or are they just wide and have thin limbs? Big, wide, they're really thick limbs, okay. actually, like tree mm. trunks. Um, they look incredibly sturdy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, the the Nor do not, are not adorned with medals because, like I said, they're not really wearing clothes, per se. You can't stick a medal onto an exoskeleton. Right. But when we're um, talking about colors and skin textures and so on, do they have an exoskeleton? Are they chitinous? Yes, they are. Okay. They, they sort of glimmer like they're like metal or a sort of shiny plastic. Right. Are they skin tone-wise, they're sort of yellowish-beige. Are they painted or anything to donate, uh, denote, rather? Uh, no. no. They have no markings in that way. If they have identifiers, it's some other way other than visual. Oh, uh, are they mostly female? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the, the one who is obviously the chief delegate is of, is female. And the largest, I assume? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I assume we know that the female, just because we know about the Nor organization, or because there's anything externally obvious. Not really. It's like looking at a dog's like, titties. what's what is the female? <laughs> yeah. Unlike the Nalu, who are actually endowed, the Nor do not have that particular biological feature. So. Okay. Oh, um, interesting that maybe we aren't going to uh, encounter this one. Uh, would the males be colorful and shiny in order to attract a mate, or is this a society that has... Would we even know? Oh, I'm thinking, like, out of character. Are we, are for... we seeing in character yeah. any males? Oh, the, the might... that we could identify. Yeah, the males are a little bit smaller, but they're all, like, they're not even on the platform. They're at the bottom of the stairs, like, oh, standing there okay. as, like, honor guards. S- and they, oh. look, they look very much the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if they all distinguish, it's not visually. Yeah. All right. I would have only thought they they were more colorful or shinier or something. As far as you can tell, all of the people who are actually on the delegate tower are all female. Okay, they're so. all bigger. Yeah. Uh, moving right along to the Federation of Soul, uh, the humans, uh, as per tradition of humans, uh, have, are also sort of in uh, robes of glory. The chief guy um, is wearing almost like Viking armor. <laughs> So he doesn't have the stupid horns oh, or anything. Lord. But they're actually sort of like in combat dress, almost like Roman soldiers kind of style. They have capes and so on, uh, but they're, they strike you more as like, at any moment, something fight a fight's going like to break there's out. There's regalness to the armor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so they have like plate mail, the yeah. effect, effectively plate mail, but nice. It, yeah. It's okay. it's. It's decorative. Like, instead of the stuff you wear out to battle, this would be, like, gold, and it'd be, like, a centurion going to... It would be useless useless mail in an actual fight, because it's, like, gold and precious. But it'd be, like, a centurion going to the Senate type of idea, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, more like an officer. The lead lead guy, um, the lead uh, guy, the lead delicate, kind of strikes you like the Pope might in real life. He's got the same sort of, like, robe sort of priest robe 
attitude to him. He's got the long sort of cape thing. Big lots yeah. of gold and uh, white. Yeah, lots of gold, lots of white, lots of various things like that. So he's a big, big Ivory emblem, a big emblem of the Federation on like his clothing and so on and so forth. Bulletproof so. car, big hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Does he have a big hat? No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. Is he old? He's old-ish. Yeah. Okay, so we could assume like looks alone like fifty or sixty. Yeah, or? I would say so. Yeah. And actually, is more like eighty or ninety then. Yes, the humans have prolonged their life to okay. about the second century thanks to the miracles of science and so on. Nice. So space bunnies. And they're still the they're still the second shortest lived race in the in the core, but so. What is? We'll get into that in a second. Continue. Um, next up would be the Hylar. And of course, the environmental needs here mean they're all in their tanks, which unfortunately doesn't allow them to really be dressed in any sort of regal fashion, though you get the idea that the octopi probably don't wear medals all the time. <laughs> um, and they're the only delegation that has droids with them. Is there um, some kind of obvious hierarchy to them? Not really. None of the Hylar can really sit down because of the environmental suits. So the suits are kind of like hunched over and the squids are just kind of floating in the water. Are they fancier suits though, or are they regular suits? Like Just regular suits. Okay. They can't risk Would... they can't risk a ceremonial suit because if it gets <coughs> punctured they they blow up. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um the uh the devised by zero model that you saw earlier is at the bottom of their tower. Mm. Sort of just standing Flanked by a large, long series of other droids as well. Yeah, lesser droids. So DB zero dash three or no, we don't. Know so that. QB QB yeah. uh, since he didn't see that before uh, notices that. Yeah, I mean we're close enough, right? Yeah. Um, so would we be able? Would I be able to make the distinction from where I'm sitting between the DB zero class right. and the other droids that are around? I don't know. I don't know if you would. Not unless you're okay. really looking at it. And we're pretty we're kind of to, to, yeah. kind of to squint. When, we're we're when not I, the... Yeah. You, you know the Sky Dome, right? We're kind of probably uh, thinking like the 200 level. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. Up, All right. uh, the next, like the first sort of balcony. I remember, of course, yeah. part of the purpose of my design. To not... Yeah, stand out. Right. <laughs> Hey, this is Richard, your producer, player QB Fox, your best friend, your dad, uh, just doing a quick ad break. It turns out there are no ads this week, much like every other week. So that means I'll just do my usual shout out to my second favorite Twilight Imperium based podcast, Space Cats Peace Turtles. Uh, give them a listen if you love the... If, for some reason, if you haven't found them and you found us instead, give them a listen. But if you found us through them, thank you very much. We love all of you. And we love this little community we're building. Okay, uh, that I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, anything that we know in advance, you will also know as soon as possible through our Twitter account. Find us at at TI Renegades. And uh, yep, give us a follow. Send us tweets, etc. And keep you updated through that. Uh, I got nothing else to say. See you on the flip side. Uh, See, it's hard to get a sense of how old any of the Hylar are. They all kind of look like big octopi in tanks, so. Whatever. Um. Next up would be the, who have I talked about? The Hakan. 
uh, and the Hakan are a very, actually very modestly dressed in comparison to Sigalet Nevri mm. humans. Uh, the, the elder Hakan, whose fur is sort of matted, sort of white grayish, uh, is looks more like a uh, member of the clergy than he does a diplomat. Um, and he has sort of like a scepter kind of thing in his hand. And the other Hakan uh, around him all sort of have that same sort of sparse white robe kind of thing going on. And they're adorned, they're adorned from, he- from head to toe, though, in jewelry. Earrings, necklaces, brooches, rings, all that kind of stuff. The, the higher up on the hierarchy they are, the more jewelry, more bling they're, they're fashioning. The more money they have to spend on that kind of yeah. thing. So... And they, the Hakan, by far have the largest entourage in their honor guard. They, they have at least four times the amount of servants slash slaves as the other delegates do. So when we're talking sheer numbers, everybody has in the hundreds, and they have maybe several hundreds, yeah. or four or five hundred worth of just people there yeah. to serve and cater and protect. Half of them are little babies. <laughs> uh, and the Hakan are all, and the Hakan are all like. Uh, all smoking, they're all drinking, eating, just kind of, you know. Enjoying the good things in life. Yeah. As the Hakan delegates come up, you see that uh, they all kind of get up and like kiss each other, mm. give each other big, big hugs and Like places. a mob boss kind of thing. Is the crowd uh, split in this kind of fashion as well, or are they just kind of everywhere? The audience? Yeah. Uh, the ones that are obviously here from the factions which it, the lower section was reserved for mm. are, are at, like in rings kind of like the ships were in the system right. one two three four five six the ones that are from the outer rim like Sar or other Winu or something like that or you guys are just kind of all over the okay. place although there's some segregation like some people are like I'm not sitting over there of course well, it, what yeah. we can only assume is racial bias yeah. you'd want to sit next to a Sar no one wants to sit next to a Sar yeah. I hear that in the crowd and I feel bad. <laughs> Single tier. Well, it does give us a My bit of extra space. My father figured died last week. I'm loving it. <laughs> Although I'm kind of disgusted by my brethren and their clothing. That's interesting. Ah. Hmm, interesting. And finally, the Zikcha. Um, the Zikcha... Oh, no. If uh, the, if I can make an, an, another real world analogy, the Zigcha are kind of striking you as sort of the Rastafarians of the group. <laughs> oh, uh, awesome. They're almost hotboxing their tower. Uh, you notice actually all of the Zigcha that you have met that weren't common man were all smoking pipes. Hmm. Those smoking is yeah, obviously a sign of authority or something amongst them. Because the, so. the one guy we talked to in Primor was also smoking a pipe. Yeah. The Zigcha don't have chairs, they're all actually standing. Well, they're big. Yeah. They can just kind of um, hunch down a little yeah. bit when they're sitting. Um, and they're not adorned with military medals. They're adorned with just sort of like medals you might get in a skating competition. They have like ribbons around them with little medallions and so Each on. Each one so has forth. a different meaning, kind of thing. Yeah. And, they're, and some of their shells, some of their shells are visible, some of them are covered with caves. Some of their shells them? have been sort of written into with various markings and so on and so forth. Gold and silver inlays on yes. their own shells. Mm-hmm. That's, cool. that's yeah. interesting because that's got to be painful yeah. if the process of that is... The Zikcha, the Zikcha can live 400, 500 years as well. The elder Zikcha has like would probably have moss growing on his shell of course but he has servants who would obviously clean it all the mm. time and so on and so forth. Mm. Um, but he, he moves very slowly and but he 
like he, you know, he greets each of his delegates as they come up with a big handshake and grabs both of their hands and shakes them and pats them on the shell kind of thing and welcomes them in and so on and so forth. So. Mm -hmm. Nice. A lot of grandeur here and you can see the difference in the cultures between the Hakan who seem like a great big family mm -hmm. slash um, like Sure. Philip was saying a mob. Yes. You've got the Zikcha who are treating each other like family again. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the very stiff and militaristic humans in Latin of. Yeah. Humans yes. were always stiff. The very the, the Hylar who seem not to stand on ceremony, or at least a ceremony you can't understand. Right. And the Nor who Again are if they do have a ceremony, ceremony going on. Who knows what well, it is. Well it'd probably be more like a like a collective type of thing. Yeah. Subsonic sound they're mm -hmm. they're making. Fair um, oh, are there any um uh Zikcha or uh Nor in the audience around us? Yes. Are they taking up more than one seat? Well, they're like benches? So yeah, we I mean they just occupy a lot of space, space on the bench. Yeah, some benches are sinking lower than others. Uh, are they, is any of them blocking our view? Because we rolled a three. No, no. Okay. No, no, you're okay. One or two would have been like, yeah, Nor sits in front of you and gives you a hard time, kind of thing. But <laughs> we get the pole. <laughs> the one pole in the entire coliseum. How do you have a pole in here? <laughs> There's no ceiling. What is it supporting? <laughs> There's a guy standing on it. Zero knocked down the pole. <laughs> knocked. <laughs> it hits so one of the delegates. Yikes. You recently declare war on the entire Galactic Corps. Right. <laughs> the stadium gets up and attacks you. But oh. not the people in it, the actual stadium. Armored oh, guy shit. comes back and says, what this time? <laughs> Alright, well this isn't the successful universe, obviously. Uh, the guy goes like, damn it. <laughs> So my third try today. <laughs> <laughs> the Winarin in the center stands up. We will now commence the session. Please quiet in the stadium. And whatever noise remains kind of quiets down. That one guy awkwardly coughs. All of the delegates have arrived. Have arrived. We recognize now the Galactic Core Council races. Please rise. And all the delegates rise slowly or quickly. QB rises. <laughs> Every, yeah, they're asking everyone in the audience to rise. Yeah. I rise. We all rise, yeah. I, I rise. sit. The one arm the one arm pounds his chest and it all the Hashtag triggered. I'll leave that in that was kinda of funny. Wrong each, side. Each of the each of the factions kind of does a different like thing, like the humans salute on their hands or whatever. So, oh, whatever. Yeah. Do they salute on their heads? Yeah, or not? No, they salute All on right. their heads well, and so on. <laughs> the, the Nor beat their like, chest whatever. with both hands. The Hylar kind of just stand there. Ooh. Okay. So, <laughs> the Winarin the starts saying something really fast in Winarin. And then and then there's like speakers around him. There's a whole bunch. There's basically a speaker for each race that sort of like is like instantaneously translating mm. into various languages kind of thing. Mm. Okay. So, but I'll just give it to you in English, like Star Trek. Awesome. <laughs> the one language I know. Or like Stargate, <laughs> where everybody knows how to speak English in space. Does any of us know any other language? Assumably you would know your native tongue, at least sort of. I assume Sar don't really have a language. Yeah, the Sar have a language. What is it called? Wolf. Sarian. Doge. 
Dojith languages. Such, such space. Wow. That's their main. That's their main language, anyways. They have dozens because of how scattered the Sar people are. Okay, so, uh, Kiwi wouldn't have spoken it anyway because he wasn't. So, so the Sarian in Yiddish. Yeah. In the various dialects. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He wants a, tra- no a translator. What? What he said? Yeah. Oh. Um. In the, for the glory of Pax Mechatol, we welcome all species like-minded here to this place of peace. Uh, may, may someday all wars cease, may all conflicts subside, and may one day the galaxy return to its former glory. And then he sits, and then one of the other delegates stands. And now we come to the main event. One of the minded representatives designation 3L2R has graced us with his presence to speak on behalf of the L1Z1X MindNet. Is that the one we've had before? Hmm? Uh, don't think it really matters. The other one had a gene. If you would, if you would, you may now be seated. The last act, the, pardon me, the MindNet representative will now enter the building. Uh, and uh, as as much as the guards and so on are trying to keep people quiet, there's lots and lots of hum as the Lazax moves down uh, the aisle. This is the first time you've seen the Lazax out of their tub. <laughs> and they struck you as massive on the Dreadnought, but this Lazax easily 12 feet tall. Mm. Absolutely massive. His arms somehow almost reach down to the bottom. Two of them are crossed over across his chest, which is just a tree trunk. Mm-hmm. And the other two are sort of dragging. Um, and they lift up sort of in like the universal, like, I'm unarmed kind of style. Mm-hmm. The other two arms just join. Just peace and blessing. Kind yeah. Of thing. The other two arms raise. And much, much of the audience uh, sort of explodes with excitement. Some are applauding. Some are shouting. Some are booing. Does this look like a Lazax that we have seen in our history books? This looks like the the, the MyNet man you met on the Dreadnought. A perfect mm-hmm. melding of machine and flesh. So nothing flowing like... Flowing together like no, an okay. ocean. Okay. Yeah. So familiar in shape, but unfamiliar in detail mm-hmm. compared to the Lazax of yore. The Winarans come over and do sort of a ceremonial bow towards the, the MyNet, but he waves them off. And he proceeds to, to jump onto the top of the tower. You don't really see him jump. He doesn't bend his legs and go. He just kind of, one moment he's there, with an instant he's on top. And it sort of stuns part of the audience and so on and so forth. I want those legs. I have those legs. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. Shh, I'm listening. The last X brings his, his the line net, whatever you want to call him, brings his arms back to cross, and the other two kind of come sort of tapping the fingers kind of idea. It is good to see so many of you gathered here. It has been over a millennium since I have been able to gaze on the faces of my former children. I have come before the council today to speak on the MindNet's proposition of peace for all. Know that the increased piracy rates that have been happening in the world will be stopped soon. 
if the council would bow to our needs for a coalition, a peaceful existence. Surely, the delegates gathered here must see the logic in it. Already, many of the factions and minor planets in the outer rim have joined the perimeter alliance. The Wingnu Republic officially joins tomorrow. Primor, Lysis, Industrix, they will follow in the weeks to come. I beseech the Council, the delegates here, and all of you, to consider that a unified galaxy can be nothing but a smart move. The Letnev, the Letnev uh, delegate rises. The council now represents Sirare, elder of the Letnev faction. You have the floor. Yes, this is all well and good. The, the Lazaks, or whatever you call yourself now, have returned in efforts of peace and uh, fuddy-duddy cuddling and hugging. Oh yes, I'm the Letnev are rejoicing, jumping up and down at such a prospect. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have a warship capable of punching a hole through this planet, orbiting in this system as we speak. Your Highness will forgive me if I am skeptical that this ship is a peacekeeping measure. And he sits back down. It's preventative. Hmm? It's preventative. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he responds to Letnev as uh, uh, a, a comforting father would. Um, oh, child. So long has war ravaged the Letnev's ideals. We know this all too well from our past. Many years before we took the Exodus, I led a team in the assault on one of the Letnev worlds during one of our many wars. Was forced to kill many of your people. It is not a memory I carry well, but due to my new nature, I, I cannot forget. Nor do I wish to. We will use the errors of our past to change our ways. And as for the ship in orbit, it is a reserve line ship, nothing more. We use these vessels for supply runs, peacekeeping missions, shipping parts to the fronts on our own colonies. It's not a warship. There's a lot of murmur in the crowd, like, what? It's not a warship? You're shitting me. <laughs> kind of thing. What? What's not a warship? You're shitting me. That's incredible. What? It's a supply ship? What the hell do the warships look like? And that kind of thing. Mm. Over and over again. Oh. It's not a supply ship, then what do the warships look like? <laughs> <laughs> the Latin of Delegate doesn't know what to say to that, because he's obviously stunned by that particular comment as well. <clears throat> stunned and extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> obviously. These talks will not end today, and more serious deliberation will have to be attended to in the weeks to come. And he sits on the obviously well-adorned throne that was 
he assumes, clearly intended for him, <laughs> and he makes himself at home on it. Many of the Winarans. Many of the Winarans. Many of the Winarans sort of kneel around the throne, but some of them don't, and they sort of step away from it. And you sense there's a tension there. Uh, the other delegates all kind of rise and sort of salute towards the. Uh, it's not in an, an act of submission, but just an act of acknowledgement that he's spoken, and so on and so forth. And that's about it. And then a whole bunch of other people come out with ledgers and data pads, mm -hmm. setting up monitors, and the delegates sort of turn their chairs around and start talking to each other, and so on and so forth. So the journalists have now been let loose into the pit, and yeah. they're starting to take statements from everybody. Exactly. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. So, for all, intents and for all intents and purposes, was that it? I got up at 4 a.m. for this. Statement. What were you expecting? It was an announcement. This was an announcement. Uh, more conversation. Riding in the streets. I've gotten more out of this journey than I expected, so I'm I'm happy with that. But that can't be it. There's no way. What did you get out of this? You get laid last night. <laughs> uh, Query. Why were you expecting riding in the streets? Or more to the point, why would you want that? I just expected it. Where it's a new world order kind of thing. What do you what do you think people are just gonna take nicely to this? The people who are dead for a, a thousand years are coming back suddenly, and it's just oh, everything's gonna be fine and dandy. The way we live is so good, bad. I don't know how to explain this, but you know what I mean. Statement. I do know what you mean. I expect that they would be ecstatic to have them return. The last a thousand years have been called the Twilight Period for a good reason. And the wars were started, why? Statement. Because humans and Letniv are assholes. Uh, no offense. Oh, I agree. <laughs> uh, on, a, on a side note, guys, I suggest we kind of stay back a bit, wait for the crowds to disperse. I, uh, I, I hate lines. It's like the screens flash in various languages, thank you for coming kind of thing. Uh, some people kind of start crowding down towards them, but the guards kind of push them back and sort of thing. They all kind of want to do like the, the touch Jesus kind of idea. Mm. Um, Kiss the Blarney Stone. <laughs> but uh, nobody, nobody's allowed down, so. If only I could touch his robe, my scrofula would be cured. <laughs> uh, there's a very interesting thing you note again. Uh, and it wasn't just a peculiarity to the front gate. Not, no one in the assembly is armed in any way. Mm. Oh. Hmm. Uh, this time. I think it's. I think it's just a testament to how long we've been out in the uncivilized parts of the galaxy that we're yeah. like, no one's carrying a weapon out in public. What's going on with these people? <laughs> I sit up or stand up, and I think. Hmm. There's nothing more to see here for me, really. And I kind of shuffle past everyone. I start walking up. Bye, bud. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to head back. How, how long did the whole thing take? Like, that started at, what was it, 6? It started six, at 6, what, 6.15? That was probably real time. No, you had to wait for all the delegates to come in. And oh, there was this whole parade thing. 6.30. And, and then you had, like, this whole entrance of, yeah. the, of the mind that guy. No, it's like 8 now. 
Okay. It's yeah. like eight. So it was a whole like like a graduation ceremony where people's names were announced. It was, so these it was things long and okay. boring. And yeah, I skipped some stuff, but everyone, every every single delegate on all the platforms got announced by name and title and yep. rank yep. and so on and so forth. So okay, so by this time I'm like, it's like at 400 the gate. people in the Hakan thing, or they only did the. But they didn't. People. They didn't name the servants. They just named like the diplomats. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not not the front gate. I'm like out the stadium, pretty much. Well, Benji, the slave. Are you, have you guys followed or? <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, public announcements and congregations like this make me hungry. I, and I go wander off for some food. <laughs> Response: No. <laughs> I follow Bug wherever he's heading. Uh, QB. I'm going to the washroom. <laughs> Oops. No. Just staring over. It's hey, stop that. <laughs> well, well, see, I statement. Kinda... It's fine. I'm not offended. <laughs> I kind of, kind of figured if we really needed to talk to each other, we have our comms on at all times. So it's like we don't need to be like buddy buddy right next to each other all the time. Sure. No, right? only when you so, want to not QB die. Goes... We need to yeah. do something together. Uh, QB, hold on. There we go. QB goes with Caddix to even out the party. Because <laughs> I guess he also wants some food. Mm. Hell yeah. There was no continental breakfast and he is upset. Mm. Alright. He we doesn't get, even know what that means. Now we can get hot breakfast. Yeah, that's more like it. The, the bustling of the street comes to a sudden stop. Mm. Uh, the noise stops and you're caught up in the rush. And so it takes you a moment. You think maybe something's happened back in the arena. Or something where people stopped. Like, nobody's talking now, nobody's moving. Oh, okay, maybe. Wait a minute. Everyone has stopped. Like, literally. Like, everyone's frozen in place. Including us? No, no, you're okay. Everyone else is frozen in place. There is a uh, elderly looking gentleman. He's wearing what looks like sort of like a, a, a tuxedo kind of thing. Looks sort of like a like a chauffeur or a valet at a really fancy ball or something like that. And he's standing on the other side. He seems to be the only person who's still moving. Um, and he just kind of stares with sort of like a pencil thin smile towards you. Where is he standing relative to us? Just like just over. I'm assuming you're back out in the street now. So he's just like sort of on the other side so, of the street. Yeah, so we all headed out of the auditorium, out of the coliseum. Yeah, we were planning like, to split off in different directions. Yeah, but as, so, and as you started to do so, I see. So they're all stopped, like uh, Tableau. the Twilight Zone, Tableau. whatever yeah. story that is. Kind of, kind of like you would know. You just one? watch them. A kind of stopwatch. Yeah, that's it. Huh? I, I start poking one, like. And so there's this elderly-looking fellow, human-looking. Yeah, he looks human. Across yeah. the street from yeah. us. Yeah, sort of very short hair. Is there anybody kind of that like looks? Yeah. Is there anybody that looks rich around us? Nah. No worry. QB was a pirate in the past oh. and doesn't get a chance to pick pockets. These are just street vendors, just people coming out of the Coliseum like herself. I so. I, I grab I grab a shish kebab beside me. I'm not one. crazy, like confused. What, what happens if he tries to grab something? Like, like a shish kebab. Let's okay, fine. Like, like it. it returns to where it was, out of your hand. Uh, let's not let's not interfere with the space time continuum any more than we have to. Uh, uh, what? Uh, what? Um, hi. Greetings. Uh, Query, what is going on? Are we able to see? 
He looks around as if you asked a really dumb well, question. Well, if time stopped, light nothing. doesn't travel, and we're not able to see what sure. Nothing is going on at the moment, I'm afraid. Did, did I eat something last night? Like, what's going on? Did, did, what? It is hard for your limited fleshlings to understand, but I have moved you into a, a temporal pocket for the moment so that we could speak in private. I'm not too frightened, so I take a couple steps forward towards it. If you can understand this, the people around you have not stopped moving. You are just moving very, very quickly right now. Hmm. Um, is there some way I can get some food? Because, like, I'm starving. The needs of your flesh and body will be, uh, will be seen to in a moment. Ugh. But there are matters that concern more than just your stomachs and your appetites. Your... Statements. Fleshling. This is a term I have heard used to refer to us before. You are associated with the blue armor guys, as I have heard you described, yes? Yes, the blue armored guys, exactly. And this guy's just an elderly man in a suit? Yeah. As he's speaking, I'm walking towards him. I'm like, I'm I'm pretty close to him at this point, I would assume. Uh, So... You're not here to cause harm, but to save we or help. We do not harm this dimension. Like we have said before, we have a great fondling for your kind. Have you helped us before? Are helping us now? Are helping us later? Have helped us before? We do not share individuality in the same way that you do. But yes, we have met. Our meeting? Our meeting. Yeah, okay. Have always met and will continue to do so. That's, yep, uh, okay, that sells it. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, so, yeah, that, that's what's going on. Um, can you, uh, kind of, like, cut to the chase? I see that you have gained an impatience that is regrettable since our last meeting, Hakan. But yes, I do not wish to keep you in a temporal pocket longer than I have to, or your biostructures may degrade unnecessarily. What? Sounds tasty. No. Uh, Makes sense. The events that have unfolded here, they are not quite like the time streams that we have predicted. This troubles us. We are usually able to see many things. But this was unpredictable. We do not know what to do with this information. But we merely wanted to warn you, since you seem receptive to our warnings and pleas, that you be wary in the next few months, in the next few years. Do not believe everything that you see and hear, and do not trust anyone other than the four of you. I including yourselves. I get as close to him as possible, pretty much speaking distance with a friend. Yeah. What? what what's going to happen here? Here. The end. And also the beginning. Has it happened? No. And that is what troubles us. What? What it is should, it? It should have happened. You understand, Bug, that we do not share your sense of time. So from our perspective, all things have already occurred, but have not occurred. But we cannot see this event. It's like a page is missing from... What do you call those things? It's incorrect. A book. A page has been ripped from your book, and we cannot read it. This troubles us, 
for the Kriyas have been able to read all things for all time. Something has just happened and is happening. Yes, child. Fleshling, limited one. The Kriyas. That is the name that we have adorned ourselves with for the moment. Why could we not have known this earlier? You did know. Because I just told you. Right. To cut through the ambiguity here, um, what exactly is the event that you could not foresee that happened? Was it the MindNet dude coming in peacefully and doing all this jazz? Was it the Letnev guy that, like, was displeased by the answer? Was, was it him it, trying to get breakfast? Was it me trying to get breakfast? Mm, you understand event in a much more limited scope than we do. The events that have unfolded recently, I believe you would use the term recently, none of them are visible. Any single action is all part of that event. How far or how long that event stretches, we can't determine because your units of time are so confusing to us, Chris. We have been warned to not trust anybody else and stick with each other, but how can we help you find this page and piece it together for you of what's happened in the past and now and what's what's going to happen so you can understand I do not know fleshling if I knew that I probably would have already seen to it for now I suggest that you continue moving forward meaningfully we do not understand your time and yet I would urge you to Add a certain urgency to your actions over the next few moments. These por- portals that you've you've mentioned to us before to piece together for you, it will this has this helped with the scenario? Oh, yes. The portals that you discovered and will discover. Yes, they will aid you. But it is more of a personal gift that we grant you when you have done this. More of a personal gift that we gave you when you did this. More of a personal gift that we are giving you when you are doing this. I know what has happened and what we will and have gotten from it. That is excellent. What purpose does this serve? And Kiwi holds up the golden ball thing. What purpose would you like it to serve? That's a that's a bigger question than I expected to get back on that one. We cannot interfere with your dimension directly. But sometimes the Krius, sometimes we are called the Shaleri as well. We give your kind of things that can be used for significant events. Because we do not share your aspect of time, we cannot know exactly when these events will occur for you. The so-called gems of the SAR are one such way that we try to aid those in your dimension. You've been helping the SAR from the beginning, from the end, from everything? We help 
fleshlings. It is our credo. If only we were able to do more. You led... To keep me just putting pieces together. You led Raj... Okay. Zero's been tuned out throughout this entire conversation because the space-time continuum really doesn't interest him very much. <laughs> but now his eyes are bright as he turns back to the elderly man. Statement. So, in truth, you are the god of the Sars. Indeed, for many races, perhaps you are their gods because you have been the one interfering, or perhaps I should say aiding each of them inside their own space-time continuums, mm. causing events to occur, changing things. We do not like the term god or deity attached to what we are. We are beings, and as far as we can tell, we were created or made or placed just as much as anything else was. But yes, we have aided races in ways that they probably do not really think about, and that is better. Their ignorance is their protection. And we would not want them to learn of things that they should not know. Statement. This is curious. Most fleshlings, as you call them, spend much of their lives and time thinking about their gods and why they exist. And you say that it is better that they do not know. What an interesting dichotomy. Knowledge is important and impressive, but at the same time, if one learns of good, one must also learn of evil. Do you understand this man of metal? Statement. No, but I am beginning to, I think. I pray and hope that you will only have only known of good. But because I cannot see the page, I do not know for certain. Perhaps you will meet evil. I hope when you do, we can help. So take urgency in your next few moments, you said? Your next few moments. Perhaps a moment is too small a measurement of time for you. Okay. But do you understand what I am trying to say, do you not? Yes. That is good. You're still being very vague. Um, can you, like, point us in a direction you know like what what is place to go sector to travel to i cannot i can for every sector that you travel to is of importance and from my perspective you have already traveled to all of them so i do not know which ones you still need to do or have done or will so do. the ones that we travel to which ones are the most important supposition even if he knew that he cannot now because our page is missing. Oh. Exactly. The man of metal understands. The page is missing. Then what about the page after that's missing? Where are we? The end. What he's trying to and say. And also the beginning. Exactly. The man of metal understands again. We've run so I understood what? too. <laughs> so what, Mole Primus? That's where we go? You are thinking of end and beginning in too literal a sense, Hakan, I'm afraid. Space is not really a thing that we grasp either in this dimension. For in our dimension, we do not have the same sort of understanding of space. All things are there, and also here. Your travels, and the time it takes you to travel them, are uncomprehendable to the Krias. And we apologize for this. Statement. 
it is clear that we do not have enough shared context to have further meaningful conversation. This is regrettable. Query, when will we next meet you? You have already done so, but from your perspectives it will most likely be when you have traveled the wormholes, or perhaps when your crew has met with a terrible fate. Statement, then I shall look forward to meeting you then, or not, as the case may be. I am aware we have ran into this unfortunate evil that is that is destroyed so much that you've mentioned and will run into have currently are but when this is all done and over again we thank you for your help i think all all of, all of us and like db said i look forward to seeing you statement most of all because it will mean that we are not destroyed exactly yeah talk to yourself about that Unfortunately, that is not necessarily the case, but I hope it is. Farewell, and there's a shimmer of blue light as he disappears, and the bustle and noise of the street returns. If something you are afraid of is afraid of something else, that should be good grounds to say yes. You should be terrified. We'll find out how fate shapes the galaxy next time on Twilight Imperium This is Richard, player QB Fox and producer of the Twilight Imperium Renegades podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate every single view, every single download. If you want to start a direct dialogue with us, you can go to twitter.com slash Renegades or use the hashtag Renegades, which we also track, and talk to us. Send us a couple messages because we want your input. We want to know what's good, what's bad, and we want to know how much you're enjoying the show. We really appreciate these comments, so send them in. This is a original story written by Nathaniel Kiefer and produced again by Richard Jellison. Twilight Imperium Renegades is set in the universe created by Christian T. Peterson for the Twilight Imperium set of board games produced by Fantasy Flight Games. Twilight Imperium 4th edition is an Rick sub. Pick it up. It's a Twilight Imperium Renegades is Nathaniel Kiefer and every other character that is not our main party. Christopher no. Kiefer as Divides by Zero. Philip Zivkov as Bug. Pretty cool. Kirk Dawson produced as Max Captain Caddix. And, and Richard Jellison as QB Fox. 